Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is September 18th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, um, not you know, on the scale of one to ten, I'm not I'm not doing like great. I, I have to say, I, I thought I was going to be wake up feeling refreshed here, but you know, a lot of things were working against me. I got a bachelor party working against me. How and, was that? The bear, there was a lot of inquiries bears, about that. The bears were just horrendous on sunday it was it was a it was a demoralizing bears performance on sunday really i was running around doing kids sports stuff i didn't see anything i honestly i don't think i've seen a single highlight or play i was it i i saw it was tied early on and that's about all i know of the game that they lost it was uh i think it was like the uh the moment where like most fans had uh, there's a lot a, a lot of doubt right now in the air about Justin Fields sure. as a quarterback. Sure. I know that. I know that deal. I know how that goes. Week two, week three, new the newest prom- draft pick. Yep. Promise yep. turns to concern. Yep. Yep. Know that know that feeling well. So all right. Well Owen two. I mean maybe you're going for the whole one two uh pick that we did learn that the Colts had the first and second pick back in the, the Steve Empman days, the great U dub Husky. Uh, Big Ten legend Steve Entman. So, um, yeah, well, maybe you're going for that. Could be a could be a haul here by the end of the year. Let's do yeah. um, let's do a little whip around Monday. Speaking of football, I've got a quick football note. We got a we got a big game highlight game for uh, ESPN on Saturday was Florida Tennessee, in which we learned Florida, home of Billy Ho, has a touchdown baton. Now, what are the odds? The universe just coming together, I think, to play a trick on us. But Florida Gators have a, like, I guess it's called a baller baton. And, like, it's like a drum major's baton. I don't know if it's for turnovers or touchdowns. But of all places, Billy Ho clearly, clearly influencing the University of Florida football team. How long have they had the baton? I think it's a new deal with Billy Napier. I think it's the first year. I think the Billy's the Billy zone. The universe is conspiring to amuse us in that instance. Uh, a message I thought you'd like from the Fortinet souvenir store, the merch shop. Apparently some guy kept calling. So this is just totally random guys, schlubs. Some guy's like, I, you know, I've got to get a Fortnite hat. And some guy yells back at him. This is sources on the ground milling about. It's not the Fortnite. He goes, whatever the fuck it's called. It's, I'm calling it Fortnite. So that the branding problem continues with the Fortnite championship in napa um i thought i, I thought he was gonna i thought you were gonna tell me that they they were selling used water and bottled no. up used water like dpc no. sawgrass <laughs> tournament water but i just used this amusing <laughs> notes from the you know just people on the ground saying whatever the hell it's called um but people are calling it Fortnite on the ground another user sends in and i think this is the final adjudication do you know what the Pacific Northwest Golf Association includes? What territories and states that might include? All right. This is the my, final the final judgment on your little geographic Cal- California. Wrong. Oregon? Yes. Washington? Yes. Montana? No. Idaho? Yes. And British Columbia. Those four, British Columbia, Idaho, Oregon, and Washington Golf Association no Nevada, make huh? up the Pacific <laughs> Northwest Golf Association. We, this is so not the that. final. This, this is not over. That's the final. That's the final judgment. Um, and then we'll get to Fortnite here. Hey, hey, if, how are you feeling about your Steelers game? Tonight? My yeah. Steelers game? Is that or how we're calling it? I mean, the, the, just the Steelers game in general. 
I'm feeling terrible. We've not been, we're going into Pittsburgh favored by two points. I don't like this at all. I don't think we've been favored in Pittsburgh. I think I saw in 18 years. I think it's been that long since we were favored in Pittsburgh. This seems just, you know, everybody's hot to trot after the big week one blowout. We've got a pretty benign schedule here, like the first five weeks. We could be 4 0. We're definitely not going to be 4 0. I'm not saying that. I'm just feeling terrible. And maybe this is 20 years of scar tissue. Why would I ever be up? I'm excited. I'm happy there's a game tonight. I'm going to be waiting all day for Monday night, I think. Um, but it's, I, I don't, I, I think it's ominous that we're favored. I'll just put it that way. So we'll, we'll get right. through that Monday night. All right. What we don't have, actually, we have our own brand confusion, not Fortnite, not to that level. But we got another DM from someone texting about our new Ryder Cup merch. Texting his wife, he goes, I don't understand this at all. But we do have new Ryder Cup merch. Most wives, most significant others who aren't listeners to the podcast, if you were to show them an item of our merchandise, they'd be very confused. They'd be like, it it would take a couple hours of explanation. We saw that with the recent five-year anniversary shirts. But uh, we did get a note that about the new Ryder Cup merchandise. Uh, another thing you might have to explain, Jason Page has put together a great design. Obviously, that Ryder Cup is going to Rome. It's got a little spaghetti theme, little noodles, something like that, a little pasta theme going on with our logo. Pretty cool colors, pretty cool items that uh, Meg has stocked in there. So we have Ryder Cup themed merchandise. It's it's It, it looks is, good. It looks good. It, a little pocket tees, you know, some hats. Switzerland neutral, right? I mean, it's not going for Europe or USA. It's not dingoistic in any manner, right? Isn't it just down the middle? Celebrating the glory that is a uh, match play competition in Rome, right? Got some uh, rope uh, hats, you know, okay. got all kinds of stuff, you know? All right, good. So go to the uh, pro shop, Fried Egg Pro Shop. We got some really good good designs there from. I think uh, that Jason I Page. think that uh, the pasta the pasta logo is up there with the the Kiowa one. I, you the like oil it Derek? The oil Derek was great too. For, I love that. For they're, the they're for a bunch of good house. ones. Yeah. yeah, there have been some really good ones. Um, all right, so pro shop. Go there for that. Let's get to uh, Fortnite cha- or the Fortnite Fortnite We're whatever going it there is first. championship. Why? What do you want to do? I I wanted to yell about about JT playing. Well, great. that's where he was played. That's <laughs> you know, where he played. I woke up this morning. I, I opened whatever Instagram. whatever he did. Somebody was going to be yelling. Well, that's the th- and that's what's going to happen in two weeks. It's it's it's. I t- told Joseph this on Friday. It's like a kind of a bonanza that we haven't had in a while. A superstar player of sorts. That's really. You know, I don't know if it's a debatable pick, but yeah, it, it's an interesting situation. I did wake up. I opened Instagram, and there he was, PGA Tour account, greeting Sahith <laughs> in public there for all the cameras to see, giving him a big pep talk. I, I thought, you know, the combination, we need the video of him greeting Mr. Thigala. You have JT plus Mr. Thigala. How about, how a, about Mr. Thigala? I like lo- love Mr. Thigala, but I mean... <laughs> About nine thirty Eastern, I decided to feel like he PGA like won tour. the Nobel Peace Prize yesterday. Twitter account, I think twelve tweets had included Mister Tagala, <laughs> the, the PGA. They were only like twenty total tweets. It was kind of amusing, Mister Tagala. And I don't blame Mister Tagala. I blame uh, this is important the telecast. The oh, uh, I mean, this was this was a uh, old older version of Geronimo. Geronimo Mrs- has to watch this. And think this is what I could be. Could have been. <laughs> and I love that they interviewed Sahith with his parents after. And Mrs. had to play Mr. off the stage. He was just going and going. And she like took the mic, just started talking. Because Mr. Tagala was giving this 10-minute monologue. And she, Mrs. just played him off the stage. Like, hey, man, you got to be, you got to pipe down. And let, let, you know. Anyways, I do not blame him. Big, big distinction between him and Blocky. Mr. Tagala seems like a just... Like an incredibly pure. What, now, what it, did Blocky it, deserve? Why did Blocky get get pulled into this? Well, I just don't. I, now, if Mister Tagala is pushing raising Kane's chicken and all this stuff next week, maybe I'll start to reconsider. But he's just sta- bystander, hey. enjoying life, enjoying the golf. I we Go. need to congratulate Blocky. I I don't know if you had this in news. I didn't. I didn't. News is <laughs> a blocky free his zone seventh, seventh or eighth albatross. I think it was nine. Maybe, <laughs> I saw. maybe that's a par four for Blocky at a Royal Tribuco. 
Maybe that's not, you know, let's uh, I, I, nine. <laughs> what? Someone, someone pointed out to me that there's never any, any ev- visual evidence. It's just this picture of some Oh, come on. <laughs> come on. How are we getting, how are we just not this, drive by? We were was, like, this was a topic of conversation last night. Didn't Rory tell some story about Blocky recently? About oh, it was on, on the, on the, the sub part. Yeah, he said like you know he asked me like usually chip at this good or what? He's like oh no, way much much better. <laughs> like this is at eighteen. Get the hell out of here. He said that to Harry. Oh god, on the eighteenth green at Oak Hill after he hit that insane flop shot. So <laughs> uh, top ten it right to get the exemption the next yeah, year. Yeah, to get the like, exemption. Yeah, I yeah, think he finished. Uh, uh, yeah. Whatever. I, I made this comparison last night at dinner, and I'm just going to throw it out here for this for this audience that Michael Block is uh, is Swaggy P. He's Nick Young. That's his player comp. Just complete <laughs> irrational confidence. It works, man. It works. He, he's had quite a run here in 2023. I don't. All I right. think it. I I honestly believe that Blocky is here for the rest of our golf. No. Lives. No. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I I believe it. Like, I, I there's no doubt in my mind. He is just he is going to be present throughout the rest of our golf coverage. I don't think he's going anywhere. He's got like agents. They're going to keep him getting them like into things. It's like kind of amazing. It's going to be yeah. like 2026, and it's going to be like, yeah, you remember Michael Block? He got the whole one at the. Uh... The other the other comp I had for Blocky was David Tyree. <laughs> That's not a bad one. Like bad made one. made the catch against the head. Was up for yeah. SB best play of the year. Yep. You want another comp? We're doing the comps. We'll talk about yeah. this later. I think Justin I'm work I'm noodling on a Justin Herbert Tommy Fleetwood comp. Talent How about that incredibly well liked by peers, incredibly admired by peers. Uh, just don't win as much on Sundays as it feels like they should. I'm working on a, a Fleetwood Justin Herbert comp right now. We'll see. How about we'll how about Fleetwood. Fleetwood on Sunday? It's uh, he's incredibly talented. Seems like a great chap. Likewise with Herbert. Uh, yeah, another Sunday where it was kind of not a part of the coverage in the last hour and a half or whatever. Not, to, not to, to all the Fleetwood fanatics, all the Tommy Fleetwood fans, I just want to I want to say I'm I'm here for you. I've been there. I, I know how this feels. Westy boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, know how it, I know how it feels to have somebody that just can't seem to put it all together and is always going to break your heart on Sunday. Yeah. I I was I was working on some Hurricane Lee cuz you know that's been kind of pounding the East Coast. Hurricane Lee jokes about Westy and Sunday, but uh, I, I kind of left it on the cutting room floor. All right, let's get back to Sahith. We're winding around. Um do you want to yell about JT first? Is that where you No. no you I were just, just making just, a joke about how everybody's <laughs> Well, he finished 5th. He finished 5th at the Fortnite. So, you know, it was a good pick. it was a good pick because he finished 5th at the Fortnite. Right, and it it's would have been a bad finish. pick if he finished twenty second at the Fortnite. It's his best finish since June, which was a T nine at the Travelers. So um, it's 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 good to see him playing well or better. I, I, it wasn't an MC. It wasn't a bad. It wasn't an anything in an eighty. He shot seventy two on Sunday. It was his worst round of the week. I shot his bogey free sixty five on Saturday. So he looked good. Looked fine. You know, it's, yeah. It's an encouraging sign for JT as a. Uh, I don't know what it means for, you know, foursomes or, you know, a three-hour match. But either way, it's good. It's good for him. Um, Thagala, though, gets his first PGA Tour win. Um, I don't know if he's following, like, a a more traditional playbook here where a lot of, like, super talented college players have long careers. They they pick off these wins. They pick off a Fortinet. They pick off a John Deere. Um, They get their first win at something like this and build – towards something greater, whether it was a signature event or a WGC or a, obviously a major championship. Um, I saw, you know, Smiley <clears throat> Smiley in the post-game analysis was like major is the next step for Sahith. It feels like a real big jump, but like yeah. he's, he's he's been around and, and, and kind of played majors. I don't know that he's, he's been a major factor, but I think he's got to like be in the mix on Sunday 
yeah. uh, at a major before right. we, you know. Right, right. But he wins. He shoots a 68. Was never really close. It was like a five-shot margin, a three-shot margin. Got close to two with a bogey at the last. That's it, it was never close. He did all the work almost before Sunday. Comes out hot, like three under through his first five. And it was never really dramatic on Sunday. Uh, for me, like, this is like a... He's a potential star. This is someone the tour needs. Um, I don't know if he's a superstar. Seems to be an incredible dude. Great chap. Really, like, not relatable, but sort of a, a normal person. Down to earth. Um, amusing sort of lack of, uh, you know, pres- I don't know, being full of himself, right? He's, he's just like, there's an amusing... Uh, relatability on some of these things. We saw a little bit with that full swing. We saw at St. Andrews, he's sleeping in a dorm. Um, I think he's a potential star. star. His game is incredibly engaging. Uh, he, he bends the ball. He moves the ball. He's not just a straight ball hitter. He's kind of wild off the tee, which gets a little... Uh, Johnson Wagner invoked Seve when talking about side. So we're, we're getting... We're throwing out some big comps, some big expectations in the post game, But... Uh, for me, there's also a representation thing here, right? Um, Absolutely, it's. Uh, I think it's a huge, huge win um, in terms of just just for the for golf, right? Um, yep. yep. And I think I I I hate the expectations that immediately get like heaped on somebody when when they win yep. something, right? And right. and this was obviously it was a great it was a great win, um, you know, and. But I don't think like this does. Does this change the way you think about the gala right now? No, I think it was. We expected think, him to maybe win a PGA Tour event. Yeah, no, no. like I think this is. It doesn't really change anything for me. It's not like, you know, the gala for, to me was already in this type of like, hey, he can pick off a PGA Tour event. I think that you know the next step is is um is definitely like beating all the best players right when yep. everybody's there. Um, you know. When he got Rory, Rom, Victor, uh, Scotty all in the field, he t- he he wins that, and I think that's going to come. I do, I you know, I he is, but the personality thing, he's just like, um, I mean, he's just a happy guy. I, yeah, I um, I was at LACC, you know, and I I've interacted very minimally with with Scythe. My yep. interactions are limited to peppering him with questions about his dorm room at in St. Andrews. That's right. But like the I was walking I was just like walking behind a tee box. He was walking off a tee box and like he saw he was like this is like such an out of body experience at a PGA tour event. Is that somebody actually is excited to see you. You know? Yeah. Yep. Like he was like, "Hey, what's up? How are you?" I was like taken aback, taken back by like a PGA Tour player that actually wanted to to talk. You know, <laughs> like, to a member of the media or just hang out. Yeah, like, just in yeah, general, just, anybody yeah. that wanted to anybody. talk to anybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like I, I, and you know, we just had it was just a passing small talk. He's walking away. I'm I'm walking the other direction. But I I always will. It sticks out because it's like. Nobody on that tour is excited to talk, but he was like excited to talk. I think, you know, that may change as he gets bigger and wins more and get, but I don't think so. I don't think it seems like Rory's got a little bit of this. Others like Fleetwood has a little bit. Like if you come from uh, like fairly normal, like, I don't know if you're not fully yourself at age 12 or 15 and he had every right to be, you know, as a golfer, but, and this is where like the representation thing kind of matters. Like, I don't know. There's ways to grow the game. Access is a big deal. It's bigger than anything. Uh, but seeing someone that's brown, black, whatever it is, win on the highest stages, win, contend, be on your television, who came from pretty public golf scene in Southern California, it still matters to, to see that for young. Like That is a shot at growing the game. It should make everyone feel better about who cares about golf, who like wants golf to make a bunch of money and be thriving and stuff. So I do like it's it's it matters to have you know Indian American kid uh, winning on the PGA Tour and maybe being a potential star on the tour. So he does. I don't think he's going to change. He seems like he's going to be that kind of happy, happy dude, despite demands increasing probably around him. So. 
Um, that's a good anecdote. Do you have any other JT stuff you want to get out? I'm pretty much done with Fortnite. <laughs> I was, to be completely honest, I was kind of done with Fortnite like uh, 20 minutes ago. Well, Thigala made it a no-brainer. Interesting uh-huh. to hear Roger Maltby back too. Roger Maltby on the call, kind of, oh, kind of amusing. He was. I think they must have him doing fall him. events. So, um, all right, let's do it. Let's do a read for our friends at Gooder. I don't know what what the deal is, but I'm getting texts. You from know, a bunch of you people. know what? What's the Gooder code and all this stuff? What? It was a uh, it was a good week for if you were going to bring your gooders out. I saw, I heard on the broadcast that Smiley was uh, you know he was like you know and we haven't gotten any rain here this week. It's like well yeah. I got news for you it doesn't really rain in in, in that Napa part of California in, in September. September. Yeah. <laughs> good week to have your gooders. You go to so it's gooder. a good dot week com. to have your gooders. <laughs> Gooder.com, mind your vowels, G-O-O-D-R, no E, Gooder.com slash SGS, peruse their wide range. I made, I put in my own order recently. I bought four pairs of sunglasses recently. Three for myself, just, two for my, one to, for my wife. You needed to push the Tour de France themed ones no. to the back. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're a little loud. I mean, that's like <laughs> a good summer kind of at the pool, beach. Sun, I needed to <laughs> rotate in some more subdued fall sunglasses. So I used the code SGS for free shipping. I went to gooder.com slash SGS. I have a bunch of people texting me for whatever reason, friends, family members asking for this. Uh, we just got to put this somewhere, post this, so, like all our promo codes, but uh, so yeah, it's gooder.com slash SGS. Use the promo code SGS for free shipping. Look, these are good sunglasses. No, all polarized. It's in the no name. Bounce, They're good. No good slip. Sunglasses. Yeah, this is what you want. <laughs> this is what you don't need to be spending hundreds of dollars on sunglasses. You're going to lose. They're going to get scratched up. You have to worry about all the time. Uh, these are everywhere. They're all over the sidelines of my kids' soccer games or with the youths at the pool. These are everywhere. Gooder.com slash SGS. All right. Should we move on? Speaking of place where it did rain, Wentworth was kind of a disaster. Well, Rory actually used the term shit show. He used that word to describe the Friday circumstances. Sunday, there was another hour and a half rain delay um, or not lightning storm delay. Uh, So it's been it was kind of an odd Wentworth won by Ryan Fox, uh, who hit an OB at the third hole, made a triple, then made eight birdies. Zoom past, you know, that that final pairing. You had Ludwig in the mix. You had Ryan, Fle- uh, Tommy Fleetwood in the mix. Uh, and then he passed at the end. It was more of like an Aaron Rye. Rom had a chance at an eagle um, and Tyrrell Hatton. But but Fox Aaron, Birdies, Rye, Aaron Rye almost won. He got close. He had an eagle that putt. Pu- that putt burned the edge. Yeah. I don't know if he would have won. It wouldn't have mattered if Fox came in and birdied like he did. No, he would have uh, yes. posted 18. Oh, that's true. He would have got jumped from 16. So, um, but Fox, oh, we don't need to spend a ton of time. He's like one of the last what feels like true world players. Like oh, yeah. He's of the Ernie mold. He's, uh, he's like an actual world player. He's obviously from New Zealand, plays a bunch of Euro Tour golf, pops up on the States. Like he's a, he's a true last. So it feels fitting to see him win Wentworth kind of in a way, even though he admitted he's never played well there, really. Yeah, that that is the other thing is like I don't think like Wentworth really fits his game, and here like against a very elite field, he uh, he he wins at a course that doesn't really fit him. Um, yeah, yeah, it's he was obviously snubbed from the Presidents Cup team, which was you know you go back. It's I think internationally he's one of the you know five to ten best players on that interna- international team, no matter how you slice it. And uh, hopefully he's on the next one. Yeah, he could be going to could, could be going to Canada. As, we as could get one of the Canadians taken off. <laughs> I, watching him hit that hit that last putt on eighteen was was a lot different than watching uh, Taylor Pendrith or Corey Connors try and guide one in. Yeah, I had a brief interaction. Speaking of interactions, I had a brief interaction with Fox at the Masters this year at, at, in April, and he was like the, just a great easygoing dude even in the most stressful week of the year so uh he's, congrats he's to him. completely locked in for that yes. next year he's uh, he's back i think in the top 30 i saw from nosferatu so he, he will be back in all the majors and a uh, huge win for him obviously yep really it's had a weird year he talked about kind of losing his father-in-law suddenly got and sort of kind of rocked him in the middle of the summer in june and so they've 
kind of been kind of getting back on the horse and then he wins the flagship event come September. All right. What else from Wentworth? It was kind of a mess. You had drunk fans, apparently Thomas Bjorn getting in fights yeah. with drunk fans. The betting thing, the betting thing is becoming like a real problem. You had Robert McIntyre telling his caddy, apparently. So McIntyre had a gambling a guy who bet on against him, heckling the shit out of him. And McIntyre tells his caddy on the one tee, like, keep an eye on this guy. He might throw something at us, basically. Is I think was the, the translation is what I got. Like, Greg, you know, I think his caddy's name is Greg. Watch this guy. Casey said something over the ropes. And it sounded like a real deal. McIntyre took it fine. He wasn't, you know, he was bummed about it. But it sounds like Rom, others, this is all they hear between the ropes is, you got Jamokes being like, I got $10 on you to make this putt or $10. And, and they hear it and it's persistent. And, you know, it probably crosses the line when you have real heckling of someone involved in your bet. It's, it's, and it's transatlantic now. This is this is golf's version of the like the fantasy football player thing where people are mad at somebody for sitting out with a with a sprained ankle because they're on their fantasy football team. And it's like, are we is this really what's going on? And now, like, I think it's like a very small percentage of people that this is like, you know, but it's one of the difficult things about a sport that is alive, that is that is quiet. Right. It's it, it'd be and one thing close. if the fans were like cheering all the time. Right. It would get drowned out and it wouldn't be as prevalent. But with everybody being silent, it, that the idiots are able to have an impact because you know, of the nature of the sport. And it's just something that I think that golf has to figure out how it, how it handles. Right. Yep. Yep. You walk around a golf event, you're going to hear a lot of like dumb shit. And that was the case <laughs> 10 years ago, like insanely weird, just dumb. dumb stuff. And with gambling, it's going to fill that vacuum now for a lot of that dumb stuff with it being so prevalent. So, uh, it's something they, I, I think, Maybe what would players. you do? What what would you do if you were in charge? How would you combat this problem? This this growing problem? I just disabuse myself from any gambling uh, revenue. Just get rid well, of it. I saw the tours yeah. got like a gambling commercial now, like about really? being smart about gambling. There's a website uh, that you can. Being yeah. reasonable. I, I I don't know. I don't know what you do. Put more security out there. That that's doesn't seem. What's security seem gonna do? I know. Just launch a guy. These people are hammered. I mean, they're, you know, m- most often drunk. So um, there's no easy solution. The players just probably have to figure out how to deal with it. And also, you know, more security, more quick triggers, launching guys out. So. I think there is there is a solution. What? No fans. No fans. <laughs> well, as Billy Ho says, all the trees at Wentworth make it feel like there are a lot of fans. So maybe you could just have trees, more trees in lieu of. Billy just loves the European tour. Well, they love that. The, he loves it. And so it just, just all plays into each other and builds on top of itself. He just like, it's like he's a different person at, uh, on the European tour, I feel like, <laughs> when he goes over there. It's great. I'm happy, I'm happy there's somebody carrying, you know, not being a you know bottled up American. It's great. Uh, what else? Rom hitting persimmon. Oh my How'd god! That look? He said I mean, he caught listen. it. He said he caught it in the center. Swipe what? If you haven't seen it, went off the face of the pl- went off the just planet, went off the right. planet right. Yeah, I'm not going to make like grand proclamations. I think like if he he swung it more, he'd get better with it, right? But yeah. the whole point of this is that is a a feasible. When was the last time you saw John Rom hit a shot like that? that just like started right and like sailed right. The point of, of the whole, like, yeah, he would hit it way better than that. If you gave him 10 balls, like that would be an outlier shot. But the point of, of the whole discussion should be like, why don't we have these outliers? You know, why don't we have like that? That makes the game more interesting when there's a wider range of outcomes and there's without a doubt, a much wider range of outcomes of shots when you use a persimmon driver and it's a smaller head and the sweet spots, not the 460 cc's that there is like a, you know, a lot more that can happen in any sport that's actively trying to reduce the number of outcomes 
is going to die. Because outcome, the rate, a wide range of outcomes is what makes sports great. Entertaining. Yep. Right? Yep. It'd be like if you said, hey, we're going to play this NFL game, but you can't throw it beyond 20 yards. Yep. That's reducing outcomes, right? That's reducing the, the, the number of things that can happen. And no sport that knows anything is trying to do that, but golf is with equipment. So that's just... It's just another proof point. I, they had it out. I was at um, Cherry Hills this weekend. They were talking about how they had the driver out um, for, for Bryson and all that stuff. And yeah, for the first yeah. hole, everybody yep. could try. And and Shipley drove the green. Apparently, okay. He like got up and and drove it right away. But the the people I, were t- I was talking to, they were like, you know, the vast majority of the kids just hit these pop ups. Mm-hmm. They were all like going, going at it hard and popping the ball up. So interesting. It, and it's not like listen, this isn't like this is going to happen all the time. These kids, right. or the whoever's going to play this stuff would adjust and they'd get better with it. But it's just like I played when I played this persimmon driver for a year and a half. I knew one of the things if I really wanted to go at you had to, you had to make a, like a conscientious decision when you wanted to go at it when you wanted to hit a big drive. And one of the things that you thought about in the back of your head was like, hey, I might pop this up if I go at this. Like, that's a real thing that happens. You could hit it off the toe and have it, you know, kind of look really bad, too. Mm -hmm. You know, like, it's Mm -hmm. just, I don't know. It's frustrating. It's super frustrating when you see this stuff and it's like what the sport could be versus what it is. And I don't people think it's returning it to the stone age. It's like, no, it's actually just making it more interesting. It's, it's bringing in more outcomes, which you should want. If you're a sports fan, you want outcomes like a wide range of them. And the equipment right now is reducing what can actually happen. I predict we're not going to see this anymore. Uh, maybe on the European tour, the persimmon woods, there's little, these little games where they bring them out and they have guys hit them and then they share it publicly on social. <laughs> and uh, Rob's may, having to answer. He probably is pissed off that happen. they showed that. Yeah. That may never happen. I, I, not going to happen on the BJ tour, but I, I think this whole little deal is done. Where we're I, I loved, around. loved Rob's reaction to it too. He was like, Oh, he said he hit it on the center. He's like, I got it. <laughs> Um, so we've had that at Wentworth Rory. It's Scottish, right? Where they posted the numbers, the actual, the, the, the track man numbers. And I think Ron was also down 20 miles an hour. I believe it's, it's uh, amazing that the athletes though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you give them 10 balls. They're going to pick up that 20 miles an hour. Uh, anything my, else? My favorite is when somebody, you know, posts some, you know, screenshot of their numbers with persimmon. And it's like one shot, a single shot. Look, it goes just as far. It's like, oh, how many, how many did, did you take before you got that one? So I don't think we're going to see this anymore. We'll see. Maybe on the Euro tour, maybe on something else. I, I don't know. But uh, elsewhere, you have anything else from Wentworth? You want, we, we hit kind of Fleetwood. Aberg fell back, but still not. seven of the top 10, or I think seven of the Ryder Cup players were in the top 10. Vibes are very good for the European team. I, I, vibes don't win a Ryder Cup, but it seems to be coming together quite nicely for them. I listen, I think this is a real uh, a real thing like if if these guys were all playing a major championship, none of them would be taking 5 weeks off between. You know? Are you talking about like the Americans who aren't playing? I, yeah, lot, like no, none of the Americans like the European tour schedule with all these guys being European tour players, like it's really advantageous. This is effectively like that. Like if you think about the major, if you think about like how a guy would prepare for a major, almost all of them would play within two weeks of the major championship Mm -hmm. at the Mm -hmm. worst, maybe three. And it's like, the Americans, unless they went over and played Fortnite, which is, you know, what JT obviously did, obviously did or go over and play uh, at at this event at the at the at Wentworth, you know, Hoagie did. He's T14. Maybe they should. <laughs> he, he might be a They sub. already have too many guys. Rory's bitching about how there's too many players. Oh, he didn't say that. But it's like, it's too slow. 
That's why it's a shit show. It's like, I don't know what you do other than take players out of the field. It can't be have an influx of tour players. So anyways, like, I, I just think that, I don't know, the, the Americans might win and this might not be anything, but like, you can't not think about, think that this is a huge advantage for the Europeans. And the only reason I would say that is like, if you just think of how you would prepare for a big event. Think, think if you were, I don't know, if you were a quarterback or basketball player, like your last shot was at a staggered start event. And then your next competitive shot is on the first tee at the Ryder cup. Yeah. Like the most pressurized jittery atmosphere in the entire game. That's by the testimony of everyone who's done it. So it is an interesting dynamic going on, but Euros get it, getting some reps. Um, who, would you right. favor the Euros right now, or would you favor, favor so. the Americans? I think so, just based on... Uh, uh, but this is the Browns fan who's like freaking out about you know his team who's never won in Pittsburgh. It's a similar dynamic there. Uh, you know, I just have uh, ominous... I, I think I'm still favoring the Americans. Yeah. I did that. I did that Ryder Cup uh, like fantasy draft with Bacon for the fried egg pod. And it was alarming. The middle like we talk about like the top end. Yeah. But once you get past like the fifth player, it's like basically all Americans until you get to the bottom. I know, but this has been the case with the Ryder Cup for 40 years, but aside from a couple, like 2014, like the, it's just always the case, and it doesn't seem to, rarely plays out that way. This, uh, there's there's a Euro- European cohesion. We'll see. Um, but a strong showing for the team. Zero alarm, really, based off of the Wentworth. Just to tie up a, a little, you know, I know everybody's probably hanging, wondering what happened this weekend. Uh, our guy, Dan Bradbury, finished 51st. Okay, great. Glad we, we bottled it. Made the cut. Made the cut. So congrats to Big Dan. Um, elsewhere on competitive golf. Also, Grace- Marunk Man fading. That was a popular. Uh, oh, people got into that. Well, they got into uh, him being there, you know. Oh, yeah. Early on Thursday, Friday. Yeah. Uh, Grayson Murray wins on the Simmons Bank thing in Nashville. Uh, he wins on the uh, Corn Ferry Tour. He's coming yeah. back to the PGA Tour. Uh, congrats to Grayson Murray for his win. Steve Stricker wins in the Sanford thing in uh, Sioux Falls. Uh, he's not finished worse than eighth all year. He's won six times. I think he's about to set the all-time or the single-season money record. He's closing in on $4 million earned on the Champions Tour circuit this year. Uh, he, won he hasn't this even played a lot. Time. Well, here's my thing. Like, like these guys push back. Like people get pissed if you say like the Champions Tour doesn't matter. It's like kind of just a. It's like this social security safety net. It's you know a bailout. You you know what like sort of reinforces that position when you guys yourselves like kind of just don't show up to majors and it kind of. It reinforces the fact that this is just a little like show up, have a competitive schedule to play and make a bunch of money. Like if it doesn't matter to go to majors because it doesn't work with your summer, you know, hunting schedule or the lake plans or whatever it is. It's kind of reinforcing the fact that this isn't the most necessary and serious deal. And he's going to make four million. Not this is not an anti stricker thing, but they don't even go to some of the majors. So. It ran over into the ran over into the Fortinet broadcast. I could not believe, like, just get, boom, bump this to something else. Bump this to an alternate stream or network. We got Sanford encroaching on, you know, Sahib you know, JT getting out early. It was un- incredible. It, I'm in the eye of the storm here. Where you're just you're just you're going on this rant. You're just hanging me out to dry here. I'm in Pebble what? Beach for a couple days. And you know what they're prepping for? They've got the APGA oh, event going on right now. But you know yeah. what else is coming to town? Yeah, the granola bar thing. And now it's insurance, right? The Nature the Valley kids. And now it's insurance. Yeah, yeah. The kids are com- right? com- you're, you're trying to get me run over here by by the... the <laughs> going to have I some just, angry, angry senior tour players coming, coming in town. I'm just presenting their own actions. Exhibit A, not going, to, not giving a shit about majors. So it kind of says what it says. I don't know. So uh, that's your that's your roundup of competitive golf news. 
Sergio, apparently this is per Jim Corrigan, the Telegraph, Sergio made one more last-ditch effort to try and get on the Ryder Cup team. Said he would pay his fines, said he would do what he could to try to get status. You know, this reminds me, this is this is 30 years of Sergio just not understanding the consequences of his actions. Uh, I'm not saying he necessarily should be barred, but he knew what was going to happen. If he did what, like, this is like with my kid. Kid says, can I play video games? And have a treat. I say you can either have a treat or you can play video games. So he goes and eats a cookie. He eats a, or a brownie. Then he said, Dad, can I play games? Like, no. We talked about this beforehand. You had your brownie. Now you don't get to play video games. It was one or the other. And this is how we're winding down today. And this is Sergio. This is 30 years of Sergio just doing shenanigans and then expecting to also play games. Or also, like, he never understands the consequences of his actions. Rarely. Almost never. Ever. And so... He knew the deal going in, whether that deal is fair or sensible, separate question, but he knew it and he still, and he did very little, did very little to sort of smooth it over. As we heard in this report, like he was the guy who didn't pay his fines. All the other guys paid their fines, right? He resigned his membership. He resigned it. And so then he's like, oh shit, now, now I want to play games. Now I want to get my video games. I realize it's, you know, it's, my friends are on and I got to go. Like, this is what Sergio's done for 30 plus years. And he's a great Ryder Cup player and it's a shame he won't be there, but uh, never understood, never wrangled with the consequences of his own behavior, his own actions. But it's amusing nonetheless. Anything you'd like to add to that? Now, you know, when when it, when it comes to the topic of Sergio, one of the great things is I know I very rarely have to say anything because I think you're going to cover the bases. Oh, I was amused. It's like he's oh just, shit, Sergio. Can I please get Sergio is just a meatball across the middle for you. The no, way no, persi- no, a, no. A, a, a a tour player hitting a persimmon driver is for me. <laughs> he's got the horns are playing well. Just enjoy your enjoy your lawn horns this time of year. Move on. Uh, other well, other meatballs. Jimmy Walker. Oh God! We needed to hear from Jimmy Walker on the state of professional golf. Uh, the major winner, former FedEx Cup number one, longest tenured FedEx Cup number one, right? Or did that get clipped recently? Um, he was upset. Credit to Adam Shupak on the ground in Napa talking to Jimmy Walker. Shupak's he- just just great at getting guys going. They changed the rules. It's been 125 forever. Then it's like, no, it's 50 or is it 70? It's definitely not 125. It's total bullshit. That's what I think of it. I've been working for 11 months to finish 124. And it's like, nope, keep playing. You've so been working for 11 months to finish 124? <laughs> Aim higher. Like, r- legitimately, that's what you've been working 11 months to finish 124? Not 125, not 122. 124. So I'm going to give it all I've got. That's all I can do. I can't tell you how many people texted me saying, congrats on making the 125. I'm like, no, man, it's different. I had, this is a little bit of the Sergio thing. Like, read the rules. I do realize they had moving targets. The tour was kind of switched. And there's, there's a lot of, you know, kind of ambiguity as they transition to a new era. But like, read the rules read the consequence read this is how it is now they've done such a bad job communicating what is happening partly because i don't think they knew what was happening honestly i'll agree with them it's been one way forever living the saudis happen and a lot of things change and everybody freaks out and we sign an agreement that stops litigation i don't know what's going on they're talking about a big payout for the players that have stayed all of it is blowing my mind the tour is doing everything they can to take care of themselves and not for the players what uh, maybe certain players, and of which you are not one. I don't know. I could be wrong. Their, their players are getting taken care of. I'm just out here grinding, giving it all I've got. I've given them, <laughs> I've given them twenty some odd years out here, you know. And I just gotta say, Jimmy, like you are, have been an incredible career. You've had a long career. You've done a lot, but in your twenty some odd years. There haven't really been tickets or TV revenue or anything sold because of you. And I, I don't mean that to sound harsh. It's an incredible career. And he's been a tour player for that long. But that's, you know, that's, you know, that's a difference. Guess, let's, get, let's play the game. Guess how much money Jimmy Walker's made. I was, was going to do that maybe. Uh, $35 million. 
27, uh, we'll round up 28 million. Not bad. Twenty-year grind in the steel mill. You know, it's just been out there. He's got, he's got the black lung. He's got the, the canary went down by him. <laughs> look what look what the tour's done to me. I just all I can do is just <laughs> give it all I got. It's just they changed the rules on me. There's no oversight and regulation. It just it's hard. These some of these guys get like in their insulated tunnel vision, and. Um, this was my favorite part of it. This is my favorite part. Speaking of the hard labor he's had to do for the hard labor with no reward. No, just a hey, p- minuscule you know what 27 he's million. What real quick? What he's uh, he's 25th in uh, in or he's 50th on the dot 50th in career sure. earnings. You know what? If he doesn't finish 125, good news for Jimmy Walker. He can use a career money list exemption. One of the, the many same... little parachutes that this this uh, this unfair labor, this this evil labor organization has has cast upon you is you have these just like just like any other job. If you don't perform well, you uh, you could use a career. We're gonna fire you. Well, hold on, hold on. I have a career money exemption that you can't fire me that I'm gonna use this year. As I know my sales numbers were bad. But I'm going to use this. You know, ten years ago, I, I played a lot of good golf. I I sold a lot of deals ten years ago, and I'm going to use this exemption. So you can't can't remove me from the tour. Coincidentally, there's a Jason Duffner quote in this very piece that addressed that. He goes, you know, we're adjusting to it a little more even keeled from Duff. We're adjusting to it a little bit, and he said, I don't want to say I lucked into. Well, it seems like he kind of does. But I was able to use a career money exemption for this year. <laughs> On top of that, I got last fall and this fall. So it's kind of a bonus type deal for me. So I'm trying to take as much advantage. There are plenty of the point is, as Duffner says, there are plenty of ways uh, to use that that career that you've uh, admirable career to kind of continue on the tour. And there's the champions tour, which we just talked about. My favorite uh, favorite quote from Walker in this whole thing. That's indicative of just the hard labor he's had to do. Um, we've had to pump more money into the pit to keep our guys to make all these elevated events. I'm not going to get to play Pebble Beach next year. Field that's always had 188 players, and I'm a past champion. I said to Jay, what if San Antonio was an elevated event? You're going to tell me I live there? <laughs> I mean, what? Your residence is like an exemption now? <laughs> You're going to tell me I live there? I've done, I don't know, how many pressers for you guys and everything you've asked me to do. And I can't play my hometown event. It's really bass backwards right now. So we are now citating, citing <laughs> press conference duty as reason for hard labor of 20 years and an exemption guy had to do pressers. And so he should be given an exemption on the tour or an exemption to an event because of press conferences that he's had to do an incredible sort of self delusion by Jimmy Walker, who again has had a great and wonderful career and has been compensated quite well. All right, moving on. You know, I think the I think the Rockets uh, should be exempt into the NBA playoffs because, like in the in the '90s, they won a couple championships. Uh, where's the Super Bowl this year? Should that team just get it because they're nearby? Like Cardinals are near. <laughs> it's in Arizona. They should just probably get they're get just, in. Just in it. <laughs> Play for one it's spot. Sports, man. God, did you see Valnati? Valnati, the the voice of reason he had a here. Good one. Yeah, yeah. Of of course, people are going to say that, but we're making changes. Things have to change, whether they are better or not. You can argue that this is the way it is. I never once thought I should have my card locked up because he's obviously playing for a card just like Walker. Yeah, I never once thought I should have my card locked up. We all knew going into the season it was going to be one twenty five after Sea Island and not Wyndham. The cool thing is, yes, I'm playing to earn my tour card for next uh, next season, but I get six opportunities to qualify for Maui. I see it as an opportunity. Look at that glass glass half full. I I think I told you this, but like Brad Barrick, who who the he said um, he played obviously like many tours. I think he traveled a little bit with Peppy Peter. Yeah, 
And he's like, you look at all the tour players, they all have these like unbelievable skill sets. Like they have like one thing that you watch and you're like, whoa, like I can't believe how good this guy is at this. And he goes, I don't know if Pepe Peter has anything in his game, but I would say that his attitude is out of like at a whole other level. And that his like his skill set, his skill that just jumps off the page is his attitude. That's what he's Strokes gained attitude. It's amazing. Strokes gained pep. That was a very good good quote. So I don't. I again. Walker's what did uh, what did Tom Johnson? What did my cousin? What did my cousin Tom Johnson end up? I don't. He was know. he was in the mix. I thought you were done talking about the Fortnite. Well, um, I just it made me think about it. it made me think about another uh, the club pro, an- another like Central Merrick. California section club pro. Yeah. Yeah, where did he finish? Do you have thirtieth? What a nice payday made for the cut? him! Nice, yeah, Very nice. Congrats, man! Congrats. He cost himself some money. He shot thirty or forty on the back nine on oh. Sunday. God, he was he was about to make a lot of money. Well, you know, on the other side of the coin, you have Jimmy Walker. You know, thirty million. He's done great. He's done great on the on the tour. Uh, so, I've been awarded. Uh, last but not least. Cleaning up from the end of last week, Stu Hagestad wins his third U.S. Mid-Am. Congrats to Stu. Uh, really like an amateur legend. Like, you know, he gets some some guff from being, you know, uh, from means, right? But many, many, many golfers are that. You still got to go out and play. He's played now for like 10 years. Legendary amateur career. Keeps advancing in match play events, which we know can be fickle. Like even USAMs, he's getting into it. And he's getting into round of 16s and 8s and things like that. Just an incredible sort of almost 10-year run now for, for uh, Stu Hagestad. Yeah, I, I I think like there's like this like uh, internet uh, discourse that is like, oh, well, like, you know, Silly. if I if I could put as much time into my game, I'd be. And it's like. Do you have any clue what level this guy is playing at? Like, yeah. it is like for a long time. Yeah. And it's it's okay if you had if you could devote the amount of time he devotes to it, you wouldn't be as good. Yeah, like he's playing at a, a absolute insane, insane, insane level. Um, let me see. There's uh, there's something here. A, a buddy, a, a mutual friend. Here you go. This is uh, Chief Data Officer John Ezekowitz. I did the math. This was before, so you can add some wins to this. I did the math, and he's 39-8 and eight in USGA match play since the 2017 Mid-Am. In the Mid-Am, the Am, and the Walker Cup. So That's I think he, he won maybe like three more matches after that. So he's 42-8 yeah. Against the yeah. best amateurs, like I don't care how much time you have, you're not doing that. And Got newsflash: seasons, different circumstances. Yeah, yeah, in different life, yeah, life situations, right? Like, yeah, I don't know. Everybody should understand how complicated life is, and life's complicated for everybody. It's yeah. an insane, insane run of golf, and he's an amateur legend. He's at this point, decades too long. I guess it's been seven, six, seven years, but he's coming for Jay Siegel's ass. Nathan Smith has the most mid-ams, I believe, at four. But I think he matched Siegel now with mid-ams, that is, mid-ams. So he'll be at the Masters, most likely. I mean, he's he's going to be on another and, Walker Cup team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So congrats to him on that, that mid-am. Yeah, that, that's the other thing. Like, this is a guy that finished 27th in a Masters. First mid-am people, to make the People cup. act like they could play as well. I mean, it's, there's like a, a level of the... Of the LPGA, oh, I could beat the LPGA players going on with Stu. There's like, right. there's right, yeah. like, no, no. The performance is what it is. I mean, winning is like it's it's an incredible run. So, all right, I think that does it for this Monday episode. We will be back Wednesday. We got Solheim Cup, other things coming this week. We will talk to you then.